The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for another episode of my story living with lupus hope that you guys are safe and doing fine hey i had a request off of twitter last night for me to ask the lupus community their thoughts on the use of hydroxychloroquine a medication that is used to treat the symptoms of lupus well I put the call out on my social media pages and I had a response. You will hear from Michelle Hudson of Raw and Uncut Lupus Chronicles. She'll give her raw and uncut opinion on what's going on with COVID-19 and the use of hydroxychloroquine. So everybody, you know what I want you to do. That's right, all the way from the United States to Australia. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea. And to those who are listening late at night, grab that favorite glass of wine and come on and join the conversation right here on My Story Living with Lupus. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at My Story Living with Lupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus.
Last night, I received a DM off of Twitter from a young lady with lupus who had a question about Plaquenil and my thoughts on it. I expressed it to her. She then asked me, was I still doing my podcast? And I informed her, yes. And she said, could you please ask the lupus community to speak out about the drug Plaquenil and to be truthful, to let the people know their thoughts and feeling about what the administration is saying now. And one person stepped up to the call, and her name is Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm fine, you. Okay. Tell us your thoughts on what you've been hearing about the use of the drug hydroxychloroquine, better known as Plaquenil, that they give to those of us with lupus to control the symptoms. Well, I know for a fact that it messes with your, it messes with your eyes. It makes your eyes go bad. Kidney, liver. Your skin condition, if you have bad skin condition, it goes from bad to worse. Me, myself, personally, being a lupus patient, when my doctor prescribed the medication to me, I didn't take it because one of the side effects, after reading a long line of side effects, with death. Now, since everything has came upon with the virus and everything is wrong, I went back, I Googled it again. They removed death from one of the side effects because they don't want nobody to know what's really the truth about this medication. The medication does more harm to your body than it does good to your body. What? So I'm, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh-uh, go ahead. I'm concerned, me personally, I think, this is just my personal opinion, that the government say, oh, with this medication, to do more harm to people that have chronic illness like lupus, MS, chronic arthritis, to do us more harm than good. Now they're giving it to people with the coronavirus. The coronavirus is supposed to be like a pneumonia. A plague wheel, sorry if I can't pronounce it correctly, does not do anything for anybody that has a cold. So why are you giving it to? So so let me ask you this. Do you think that before the administration stated that they had this marvelous wonder drug that a cure it and everybody would be okay? Do you think there should have been more scientific trials and testing for this drug to see if it actually does anything to the virus, as the administration is saying. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Instead of them trying it on a human being, they did their process testing like they do every other drug, and they just put it out there and started giving it to humans. And more people have been dying from taking the drug than from people dying from the virus itself. Now, what do you think about the patients who have lupus and that are on this medication, 
but now they're having a hard time getting this medication refilled. I think it's wrong because a lot of people in the lupus community do take the medication to each his own. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's wrong where right now where a lot of people, they, they depend on it. A lot of lupus patients depend on that medication because in their mind, they're thinking that's it's making them survive a little bit longer. But in reality, it's not. But I think it's wrong because they're giving it to everybody else before they give it to the people that was already out. I think it's totally wrong. And I, honest, my honest opinion, honestly, I think they just another way for them to get rid of some of the people in the lupus community, if I'm saying it right, it's because of the simple fact they know that a lot of people is on this drug, like I say, and they know in their mind, okay, well, Lupus people can take it then. Well, okay, well, you know, just doing them more good than anything, but the reality is not. Me, honestly, I think they should re- pull the drug. Period. Do this scientific testing, pull the drug, and see who it's really good for. And I'm not, I'm just, it's not good for not any human being. Whether you got corona, lupus, illness, or arthritis, it's not good for none of us. So, what I have read is that 20 patients, I think it was in Italy, that they gave hydroxychloroquine to. And I think some out of those 20 patients died from the medication. I read this morning where a man was so hyped he was going by what the administration had stated about the drug that he took too much of it and he died today. Because they're not giving the people the right amount of dosage. If they really feel in their heart that this medication is going to heal everybody with clothes, they need to find out what dosage they need to take. Not just jumping them off with too much of it and people are not taking it the way they're prescribed to take it because actually a lot of people are taking too much of it. And too much of it, of course, at one time is going to kill you. And it's, it's sad because it, they haven't, you understand know what I'm trying to say, they haven't tried to say, well, you can take this once a day, you know, once a day at 350 milligrams once a day, not three times a day. Now, when I was taking it, I was taking it twice a day and they had me on it for 14 years until they had to pull me off of it due to the fact that it was causing my body more harm and um, I wound up with eye damage and that damage is is that I'm going blind in my left eye so do you believe, let me ask you this, do you believe that the United States knew about this coronavirus ahead of time and just failed to act? And now that people in tremendous amount of numbers have came infected with it and are dying with it, they're just scrambling for anything they can do to um, 
to calm people down? And do you think that the current administration cares enough to listen to what the scientists are saying, to listen to the medical community and what they're saying? Basically, do you think they're acting quick enough? And do you think that they just blew this all off like it's just another flu season for them? Actually, in the beginning, I believe they just thought it was just another boost to, to, you know, a new, another boost season for them. And they, yeah, they knew it was here because they put it out here. Personal, that's just my personal opinion. The government put it out here, but they didn't think it was going to spread like wildfires, like we did. And, it, and honestly, if it hadn't never hit some of the Bay people, it wouldn't have never been confined. I think it's biological warfare, population control. Anything they could do to make us uh, sufficient, if I'm saying it correctly. They knew they were warned, just like they were warned when 9 left. They were warned. Did they take heat? No. My personal opinion, Trump took, you know, he felt like going about Iraq was a little bit more important to take care of his people in the United States. They both for so now he's going to play Captain Saber and try to save us all. And God forbid they will do something to save us. That's what the world they spread. They sprayed it all in the air. They got the cure for it. Spray it back in the air so we could be okay. So basically. And they feel like, honestly, they feel like the older people, anybody that's 70 and on up, is getting social security. Eliminate them so to be security for people in their thirties and under. They also feel like people that have any chronic kind of illness that's getting social security. They feel like we just taking up air, wasting space. We just taking up space. So they're trying to control everything. And it's not for them to control. It's only for the men of above control. And I feel like if people believe in God, they don't have nothing to worry about. Do you know of any other people within the lupus community that has been in contact with you that has stated they can't get their normal dose of medication because of what is going on? I have one person that actually, through a friend, that told me that she was contacted by her doctor and told her to go get her medication early. Upon, due to the fact that the virus, some doctors are reaching out to their patients, which I find that wonderful because they're caring doctors. Some doctors are not. But it's also up to your insurance company to okay of you getting it early. Now, from my understanding, some insurance companies are not okay with
discretion whether you to be treated or not. Meaning, if you got any good insurance and they know they're going to get that money, they're going to treat you. don't have no good insurance they got a financial insurance company for their money, and you could forget it. Have you ever had problems with your insurance when you have gone to the hospital? Yes, I have. I have. I have had pneumonia three times, maybe four, and I have been sent right back home. And the prescription they have gave me was a Z-Pack. Z-Pack is used for the full common cold, not for pneumonia. Every time I do pneumonia, it's always in my left lung. They don't treat you the way you're supposed to be treated. The last particular time that I went to the hospital, I believe it was in January, and they didn't give me no antibiotics through IV. They gave me just saline water, rub me out of the and sent me home. Any other time, they're supposed to give you antibiotics, and they're supposed to start your treatment in the hospital before you're released. And due to the fact that you don't have that A1 insurance, you can forget it. So you feel that you were discriminated based uh, on insurance? Yes, ma'am. I know I was. You're going to how I feel, how my, my, look me, it is what it is. It was discrimination. Hey, this one don't have enough money for us and our insurance, so we just going to give away a little bit of water and that system to sit on, huh? And that's exactly what they did. Do you go to the doctor regularly for your lupus? Yes. How do they treat you in the doctor's office? In the doctor's office, they, it depends on what type of relationship that you have with your doctor. But basically, it's an in and out thing. Hello, what's going on with you today? Not how are you, you know, how you been, none of that. Like a regular, normal doctor with good insurance will do. It's like, okay, well, here you go. Have a great day. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Will it work? It's not for, for a person with myself with Medicaid insurance. Let me say that I do have medication. My doctor visits are not thorough for somebody that has worked maybe 20, 30 years with Blue Cross Blue Shield or anything like that. No, it's not thorough like that. They don't care. They don't care. They don't want to hear that your side effects or what you're afraid or why you're afraid to take this medication. They don't care. And a lot of them don't even ask you, are you taking it? They write you the script and tell you they see you in six months. Not three months, not next month, six months. Is that there? No. Do they do regular blood work on you? Every six months. When I was told it was supposed to be every month. So let me ask you this. It's from what I'm getting, you would just rather stay at home and to wrap. You would rather stay at home than to go to the doctor because you feel that you're being mistreated based on your insurance. Yeah. You're I would rather stay at home, Google my symptoms, God forgive me, and do a whole grandma treatment of what grandma used to give us when we had a cold or sick. Because I know once I get to that doctor's office, how I feel and what I'm thinking 
and what's going on with me really doesn't matter because I say at least 80% of the doctors nowadays are not asking how you feel. Well, how do you think this medication is working for you? They don't ask you that because they don't care because all they see in the end of the day is that ID number. Once they see the ID number, they know who it belongs to, what insurance company the ID number belongs to, this and the third, and that's upon how they treat you. Doctors nowadays treat you upon your insurance. And people need to wake up and realize that. Do you think it's um, widespread all over? Is it just in the African-American community that they do this? You want my honest opinion? Yeah. Speak your honest truth. I'm giving, I'm trying, let me tell you. Wait a minute. Let, no, wait a minute. Let me tell you this. I have extended this podcast to so many. And I don't understand why um, people within the community does not want to um, speak their truth. Well, I, my truth is to be honest with you. I think it's within the African community, our community, because of the simple fact that they feel like a lot of doctors feel like, okay, well, they're not going to do what they're supposed to do anyway, so why should I care? They don't care, so why should I care? Or let me give them this medication without explaining to them what they write to a hundred script and want to explain to you which each one is for. It's upon you to look it up to find out what it's supposed to be for. And if you're smart enough, you'll look up the side of that. But it, it is also the patient's responsibility to ask questions. Have you ever asked questions to your doctor? I asked a question to my doctor uh, one day because I had noticed that I was getting numbness in the bottom of my feet. And this is after I was in a coma. He told me it was part of loop. But he didn't tell me which part of loop. I had to find out from a good friend that it was rheumatoid arthritis. And upon that, I asked myself, well, what can I do for it? What can I pay for it? And he looked at me and he said, he don't know. My response to him is, he was looking to friends. You want the young guy, you're supposed to know. Because that's how I feel. If I come to you and say, my knees hurt for example, I had to rush to a hospital because both my knees were hurting so bad that I couldn't stand up and walk. Went to the emergency room, asked them why my knees were hurt. They told me they didn't know. These are, well, why are you here? If you can't tell a person why they're going through certain things, if they ask the questions and you can't tell them why, then how is a person supposed to feel? Getting back to the coronavirus. I want you to speak your your total truth on why you feel that it's no more people within the loop. Why no one else answered the call when I put put it out on social media to why no one else in this community is upset about the hydroxychloroquine. Well, 
you know what, because a lot of the people in the local community don't want to hear the truth. I'm sorry. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to accept the fact of what's really going on. Now, when everything started eating them personally, and I mean them personal, then they will speak up. But right now, they feel like, oh, well, I got mine. So what if my sister across the street got Lucas and don't have her? It shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. It, it shouldn't be like that at all because it's so like that. I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the local community have bottles and this fact that they haven't even thought about taking. And now they know, okay, well, let me start taking this because this is going to... No. Because of the coronavirus, there is not going to be any medication for the local community by spring. Do you honestly think, though, that they would would do that because my opinion was, and I posted this on Facebook, and I got some feedback. What I stated was, I said, it's all about supply and demand. And anything in business, it's about, and the medical field, it's about supply and demand. They're going through a situation now with getting... Hospital beds, masks, um, gowns, that's supply and demand. Now, when it comes to the drug hydroxychloroquine, it's all about supply and demand. In my thinking and in my background, you have to look at the number of patients that are already on this medication, how it's taken. What are they taking it for? Then you have to take, if this drug can somehow slow down COVID-19, you have to take it through clinical trials, get scientific data that states not just on 20 people because that population is too low, it's not diverse, and you don't know if it was 10 men, 10 women, or 5 men, 5 women, 5 kids. Um, you have to know the medical history and everything. With this drug, you have to understand what is the adverse reaction if you're on heart medication, I'm just using this as an example, heart medication and so forth. And the reply I got back off of social media was, um, they don't call out, um, I'll take that back. It's a, it's a supply and demand for blood also, but they don't advertise it. You can't tell me that they don't advertise it because when it is... A supply shortage for blood. It's a call out for that. Do you think they just should have took their time and said we messed up. And somehow we got to fix it to see what the adverse side effects of this medication 
does to people before we try it on the people in the United States. Yes, I do. I really do because of the simple fact that, like you say, you don't know what type of medication anybody else is already on before they put them on it. And by you putting somebody, like you say, with heart medication or maybe diabetes, and you putting them on this medication, you don't know if the side effects are going to go up or down. Even some of them, they just say, here, take this. And a lot of people, especially older people, is not going to act any question. They just won't take it. And then the result, they're dying. Do you think everybody's in a panic state and whatever the administration states that they're going to be gun-ho for, don't ask no questions, don't ask their doctor or anything about this medication? That's exactly what's going to happen. Because all they're going to know is it's supposed to cure a, a, a cure coronavirus. They're not going to ask no questions. They're not going to look it up. They're going to take it, and God forbid, they're going to be known. Now, My thing about this is... Go ahead. How can I put this? They, they got more faith than man and God alone. You know, I, I hate to say it, but that's just my personal thing. That's just how I feel. You know, they look at the... They're going to come up with a cure, and then we come up to do this, and then we come up to do that. And like I say, a lot of older people, they're not going to ask my question. they not. Hopefully they got some kids and grandkids, great-grandkids, and say, well, I think, hold on, let me read up on this before you take it. The first thing they're going to come out of their mouth is, well, my doctor prescribed it, so I'm going to take it. And you don't think that they would go ahead and ask for the side effects or? Mm -hmm. Nope. Want to know why? Why? All they know in their mind is, thank you, Corona. So besides, there's going to be another medication that comes out. And it's definitely going to be taking people out. Well. I want to advice everybody, not even my little brothers and sisters. Think first. Get educated. Get smart. What you think they got Google for? If you can't get on Google, go to the library. Ask somebody. Ask somebody. Y'all gotta think. They can ask their doctors, but how many will now jump up to the forefront and be bold enough to ask their doctor what are the side effects? And a lot of doctors don't even know the side effects. You know, leave it like that. And if they do know, they're not going to tell. If they do know, they're not going to tell. And the ones that really care, that don't know, they're going to say, hold on. I might just pull out their phone and Google it themselves. But like I say, doctors can give a list of prescriptions go through every month. They don't even know why they're giving it to you. They give us some, they give us some medications out. 
to look for patients for depression and, and uh, just bipolarism, but it's also supposed to help with pain. But when you take that medication, you feel like you're a monkey outside the box. You're, you're talking about um, Cymbalta, which is a depression exactly. medication, which is used to calm the nerves down due to the lupus pain. And sometimes the doctor will recommend also gabapentin, which is a seizure medication that they say that is good for the fibromyalgia. Exactly. I had a medication. I can't think of the name of it, but last year I was um, in Georgia and I was in pain. And my uncle said, well, "Why don't you take you know the medication?" And I said, "Well, he's a doctor." I said, "Well, uncle," I said, "I read the side effects of this, and this, and this, 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 and this." And he looked at me. He said, "Well, don't take." It. Now, let me ask you this. Why do you think they haven't found a cure for lupus? They got a cure. They don't want to give it to us. So you're saying they have a cure for everything? They got a cure for it. They don't want to give it to us. You don't hear nobody complaining about AIDS no more. You don't hear nothing about nobody dying for AIDS no more. Some people die for work. They have a cure for everything. It's all about how big your pocket is about... Well, they stated, I read, um, that they were trying to use a drug for HIV along with the um, hydroxychloroquine for the um, COVID-19. What are your thoughts on that? Mixing. Good luck. Good luck. Because me personally, if you think it's, if anybody paid attention to the symptoms of the COVID nineteen, there's just a flu in the market. So why not treat the people with the medication for flu in the market? They say it's flu is at the wrong. There is medication out here for people that have had fluid in their lungs and had to be dry. Why not give them that? Why give them something that's not designed to help them with the virus? I never know to take a pack of blue and get rid of a cold in the morning. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. So basically, you just feel that they're stating the hell with the people who's already on this Hydroxychloroquine, better known as Plaquenil. I wanted to get there. Yes, they are. Because, why? Because probably about 80% of us that do have lupus are um, bringing in Social Security. So, they're going to keep the money into the economy. They are getting rid of us. That's in life. It's more people with lupus that are dying from this so-called virus than anything. And it don't make any sense whatsoever because of the simple fact that they already on a medication. If you already on a medication, how can you get the virus? That's oh, wait. How can you get the virus when you already just don't have to say, oh, this is a miracle drug? And we are 
He's been taking it. A lot of people have been taking this medication for years. One of the main reasons, honestly, that made me look up the medication is because a young lady that I knew, she had loop. And she had a store. She took that. That store grew from a regular store to like mad. And the only medication she was taking was that type of I said, oh, I'll pass. And when I got my script, I looked it up. The last word was death. I definitely passed. Now you tell me that all these little patients coming up with this virus that's been on this medication. Why are they not okay? Just today, I had to take my condolences to three lupus people that have died from this medication, from, from this virus. But they already were taking practice. So think about it. People need to wake up and think. They were already on Plaquenil. And they died anyway. But, but see, they're going to say they died from the underlying conditions that they had along with the virus. And that's why I'm really trying to get people to educate themselves and open their mind when they talk about this drug that... um, This drug is not a miracle. The government and our and their president been out this is a miracle. My personal opinion is no, it's a miracle drug for them because it's killing more of us on a daily basis. A lot of people that's been dying from this are not rich. They're not rich at all. It's poor people dying from this. You don't see or hear about nobody rich dying about. This. A young man down at the age of 38 worked for 911. They quarantined him and everything else. And he still died. Don't treat a lupus medication or medication for arthritis when they need to be treated for something with a cold and pneumonia. That's all coronavirus is, is pneumonia. My next question is, they want to tell the people, don't touch this, don't touch that. If you touch something, how can it get to your work? You have to breathe it in. Once you breathe it in, you breathe it in into your lungs. When you breathe it into your lungs, you breathe the disease into your lungs. If they stop spraying the air with this bull crap, then we'll be all right. Um, I can't dispute what you're saying. It is your truth. It's the truth. If people would, like you say, we have to get more educated. And I thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak to voice my opinion. But ask a black woman in America, living in amongst middle class, all class, however they want to put it, if we would pay attention to get educated on the things that's going on in this world today. Things like this virus right now and everything that's going on in the world, everybody is panicking. You, you shouldn't you shouldn't get too upset. That's what I'm saying. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, of course, you got to take things seriously because the government is making you take things seriously. But you shouldn't have to worry if you believe in God. But if you get educated, you wouldn't take anything. Anybody write a prescription for 
because you want your children to be educated. You want children's children to be educated. And everything starts with us. So we get educated. And we don't have to worry about our kids getting educated. Because in another 10 years, there's going to be another disease out. And it's going to be worse than this. Well, you know, you you mentioned education. And um, we, as a people, tend to look down on people who try to educate us on different things to get our minds open. It's... Uh, I understand what you're trying to say. No. I feel like if a person that got college education, you Education in uh, medical fields is trying to put out information right here to educate us all and try to tell us what we should live. I had a young man who had lupus, well, who has lupus on the podcast the other day, and he made a point. I asked him the same question. He made a point. He said that the community, the lupus community, is a competition. People take it like it's a competition thing between one another. And like he said, it's not. It is not a competition. And he said if we band together... We if could, we band together, I would love to see us band together and take the information people from people like yourself that have education in a medical field that's trying to educate us seriously. We'll be okay. If we band together, the ones that take that fight will be able to get it. If we band together, we'll get a cure. If we band together, our birth, our voices will be heard. Our birth voices will never be heard as long as everybody's sitting back, putting each other down, or trying to take, um, what am I trying to say, fame, and, and somebody else is trying to educate you or something. So, oh, no, I'll put that. No, if nobody is, we'll be in competition for the die. Who going to see who die first? Because that's what we leading up to if don't nobody wake up. That's what's going to happen. See who died first. Well, who going in the hospital for what? Or, or I had I had someone tell me they uh was in the hospital, had a stroke, this and birth, and this young lady told me that I had my time to shot. Well, my time to shot is when I don't have lupus no more. But me being in a coma, not knowing how to walk when I wake up, couldn't walk when I woke up, and taught myself how to walk all over again. I, I didn't feel like I was in a competition with nobody. So to me, I hate to say it, but they're stupid. They're dumb and they're naive. They don't see the long run to banding together. If we band together and unite together, we have a cure. We'll be heard. Being heard from the mayor's office or the governor's office isn't anything. Y'all talk to me when you give me somebody up there in the White House to talk about Luke. That's when we're being hurt. But you can't get that. As long as they keep acting a fool. We will never get that. And I agree with them. I agree with them 100%.
They don't try to be in competition with each other for what? You know, it's competition to see who's going to die first, who's going to be on, uh, on the good way first, who's going to be on dialysis first, who's going to be taking chemo first. Well, you you know for a fact when they told me that I had to take chemo, I totally said no. When they told me that was the only way that I was going to live was with chemo, and I said no. And my thing about that is chemo chemotherapy is supposed to kill off the bad cells in your body, correct? Well, what have, what are they using to protect the good cells in your body? Well, oh, that it kills off. Yes, it kills off the bad cells, but you know those good cells are gonna get hit also. So if um, lupus is is already attacking my system, and if I went under chemo, I to be honest with you, I would be dead right now. I would exactly. be dead. But for those who take chemo, each everybody's case is different. If you have to take it, fine. But for me, I would be dead right now. Right. And I know I know so many people who were on chemotherapy and they're no longer here with lupus. So but you need a hip and a knee but based on your insurance um i can't get it you can't get it oh wait a minute i'll rephrase it I can't. But the one that they would give me is the one that they have their recolor. Or the ones that they know they're not supposed to use anymore. <laughs> they don't give you what you're supposed to get and you're entitled to get due to the fact of your insurance. Again, everything has to do with insurance because of something they give people chemo because insurance. They feel like they're supposed to treat people with lupus and how, I don't know. Well, based on what you just said, and um, it's sad to say that the medical field has turned away. I should say some medical professionals have turned away from the art of caring for patients. They went to a profit situation, and it totally messed up the medical field today. It's messed up based on that profit. Hospitals used to be non-profit. And regardless if you had insurance or not, you were taken care of. But now, if you have a state insurance, they're going to give you less care as possible because they know that turnaround time for that payment from the state will be a while and it won't be a substantial amount um, for the services that were rendered towards a patient that receives 
um, or that is on Medicaid insurance. Right. They're, they're, it's like, I agree with the hurt because they don't, like I said, it's all about the money. It's all about the bank. It's all about the cash. It, it, it don't matter about saving a person's life. That's not their concern no more. They concern is how fast they're going to get paid or if they're going to get paid. So, again, they write your budget script. They don't care whether they see you not or not. And that's well, where the addiction starts when doctors just write scripts and say, okay, like you said, I'll see you in six months. Then a person turn around and becomes addicted to whatever they're taking. So that's another problem. That's another well, cause. Well, the truth is, the reason why they take six months, the one to see you again, six months, they got their case. The one problem is that they What would you like to say to the listening audience before you go? Get educated. Everyone get educated. Wake up. Pay attention. Listen to someone that has medical experience that's telling you what's going on. Pay attention to that person because the information they're giving you will be the information to save your life. I see that you have a little one there. And before I go, I want to ask you, how are you guys coping with the lockdown that we're in right now? They driving me crazy, honestly. But you know what? We cope real good because it's a thing here. One man is in control. And I have faith in him and him home. And I know everything is going to be all right. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, this has been an eye opener from someone who has lupus and who has had interaction with the medical field. Don't hang up. Well, that's it for me tonight. Join me tomorrow for a conversation with Kelly Rogers. She's a nutritionist. I would just like to let you guys know to please follow the guidelines that are set by the CDC and World Health Organization. Also, to all of my ex-colleagues in the medical field, Know that I thank you for being on the front lines and doing everything that you're doing. I would like to thank all of my personal physicians for um, taking care of everybody. Know that my prayers are with you and to those of you who have been affected by COVID-19. Know that I pray for you every night. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Susan Hendricks for my story, Living with Lupus, and I'll see you tomorrow for a conversation with Kelly Rogers.
comments and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lucas podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you.